Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Podcast. You're joined by a full crew of hosts this week, so that means Adam's back from his uh, holiday week off. Welcome back, Adam. How was your holiday? How was your birthday? Yeah, good, thank you. Yeah. Do you want to put uh, wrong? Uh, put right any wrongs that we claimed last week? Well, I'm not quite as old as you, Ross. So. <laughs> and I'm not quite as old as Colin, so we're all good. So but let's just remember that no one's 35. <laughs> Colin. <laughs> That's correct, because I'm 36. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to start the same way we started last week, with our European roundups. Not to get them out of the way, but just to get them done. Um, Colin, we're going to start with you. You were tasked with giving us a report on France this week. Yeah, a flavour of France from me this week. Um, yeah, there were uh, jubilant celebrations uh, on the streets of Marseille. Uh, perhaps similar to the scene shown during the liberation of France in 1945 from the hands of the Nazi war machine, as uh, Montpellier beat Saussure 2-1 with a winner from Siaka Tien in the fourth minute of injury time. Uh, Saussure were down to ten men uh, following the dismissal of uh, Cedric Kant in the 74th minute, and uh, a Saussure fan from London was... uh, her to say, what a cant. <laughs> In addition to that, uh, there was also a disappointment at the Stade Louis II Stadium, one of my favourite stadiums, <laughs> as Big Spenders Monaco were held to a nil-nil draw by Toulouse. Wow. No data on PSG, uh, because they're playing as uh, we're currently recording. Uh, one of the highlights, this week was the loss for the beautifully named Evion Tonon Gaillard <laughs> against Rennes, which leaves them firmly rooted to the bottom of the table on one point. Water way to start the season. <laughs> and that wraps up the League 1 review. Uh, thank you very much. Um, I'm going to round up Italy, which should take all of 10 seconds because only two games have been played so far. Um, so Juve began the defence of the league title with a win. Uh, Carlos Tevez scoring on his league debut. Um, and AC Milan lost to Helias Verona with 36-year-old Luca Toni scoring a brace. I didn't realise he was still playing. Um, Lazio and Udinese are playing tonight with uh, Lazio having their... One of their stands, the Curva Nord, which is where the the mentalists stand and shout racist abuse, basically. Uh, that has been closed for tonight's game due to the racist abuse that uh, Juventus player Asamoa received during the Super Cup final, which they lost 4-0 to Juve as well. So um, That's pretty much it from Italy. All the rest of the games are being played now, but as it stands, Verona are top of Serie A. Um, Adam, you're going to round up Germany for us. Yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> the weekend's game started off with... Um, 
early pace setters, Borussia Dortmund winning 1-0 at Werder Bremen on Friday night with a goal from um, Lewandowski with his second of the season. Um, that just increased their 100% record and put them not top of the table with nine points. Uh, they were later joined on Saturday on nine points by by um, Bayer Leverkusen, who um, had perhaps the game of the weekend, winning 4-2 against Borussia Mönchengladbach. They went 2-0 up. They were pegged back to 2 all, And then in, late in the second half, they scored two more goals to win it 4-2. Nice. Uh, Bayern Munich also won to, go ni- to also join them on nine points. They won 2-0 at Nuremberg with goals from Ribéry and Robben. Um, a bit of bad news for Bayern Munich being that one of their summer signings, Thiago Alcantrao, has been injured and is suspected to be out for two months. Oh, blimey. Um, the other big, big, big bit of news was um, Schalke losing again. They, they've only picked up a point so far from their opening three games. They lost 2-1 to Hanover in a game where there was three red cards. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, thank you very much. All action in Germany. Uh, Tom, what's been happening in La Liga? Similar to Italy, uh, in Spain they're halfway through the weekend, uh, which means uh, so far Atletico Madrid, Atletico Bilbao and Villarreal uh, have all won their first two games and are joint top of the league, but Barcelona and Real Madrid are yet to play their second game, so you'd expect those two to join them. Um, it was also the first leg of the uh, Super Cup final this, this uh, week on Wednesday, and uh, David Villa scored for Atletico Madrid against his former club Barcelona. Did he celebrate? And, huh? Did he celebrate? He did celebrate. <laughs> Good. He celebrated quite a lot. <laughs> really? It was, Neymar also scored his first goal for Barcelona, uh, but Messi went off with a hamstring slash thigh problem. The uh, report wasn't too clear on that, and he's not, he's not uh, available for today's game against Malaga as well, so for their... They've got Neymar now, so it shouldn't matter. <laughs> and also this week, Barcelona's manager accused Real Madrid of having a lack of respect for the current economic climate <laughs> as they're spending 100 million euros on Gareth Bale, even though Barcelona just spent 60 million euros on Neymar. <laughs> yeah. People in glass houses. Thanks, Tom. Um, James, what's happened north of the border? Oh, in Scotland. <laughs> Uh, we had uh, Inverness find themselves top of the league, um, three points clear uh, after <laughs> after a t- after not a been two- said too often. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, after a two-all draw with uh, Celtic, who are who are three points behind but with a game in hand. Um, Saint Johnston are missing Steve Lomas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, massively. And uh, uh, massively, yeah, they lost four-nil to Dundee United. Um, other scores in the Scottish League were Hearts uh, beat Aberdeen 2-1. Uh, Hibernian beat Kilmarnock 2-1. Motherwell beat Patrick Fissle 1-0. And Ross County 3-0. 1-3-0. Um, just against the other team. Who uh, Hearts, with that win, uh, that big win, are still find themselves bottom. Yeah, with, minus, uh, with just... Yeah, yeah minus eight. Yeah. So uh, obviously, though. with uh, that deduction, um, but St Johnston, even with that loss, are, are in third, in and that's place. pretty much in that in that European place. 
so he's not missing Steve Lomas too much. <laughs> I, I'd like to see Steve Lomas's team now in that position. But... <laughs> in Scotland. <laughs> in Scotland. <laughs> it's where we belong. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, Greg, what's been happening over in the US of A? Right, bear with me. It's quite complicated. <laughs> um, right, start off the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, got a good win at home to the New York Yankees, 4-2, <laughs> in a high-scoring affair. They're all actually quite high-scoring games. Yeah. Um, Whilst oh, Toronto lost for the seventh time in a row at the uh, against Houston. They lost 8-5. That's not good for them. They've now lost 32 games. That's 42 games away from home <laughs> over this season. Not good from them. Uh, elsewhere, uh, Texas beat uh, someone. <laughs> they, I'm not sure who, um, but Texas is a whole state, so I can't see how that's fair. Um, they have done well. Uh, Detroit made it a two-game winning streak as they beat the New York Mets 3-0. And, um, yeah, that was it in the American League. And they have a, a National League, which also confuses me. <laughs> New, uh, the uh, Atlanta Braves, even though they're top of the league, they've lost three in a row, and they oh. lost. Greg, hang on. Adam has uh, rumbled you. And he, and saved, he rumbled me. He saved the rest of his team £5 <laughs> deduction in uh, betting corner as well. Oh, did no, did, did no one else realise that this was the... <laughs> What's going on, Adam? This is the MBL. <laughs> I got it wrong by one letter. <laughs> or M- MLB. <laughs> yeah. Has anything happened in the uh, Major League Soccer? I, I have actually got a, a nice round-up of Major League. <laughs> It's been a busy week in the world of Major League Soccer as the Montreal Impact batted Houston Dynamo 5-0. They replaced Sporting Kansas City at the top of the Eastern Conference who lost 1-0 against Chicago, Chicago Fire. The game of the week was unquestionably the first place of the Western Conference, Rail Salt Lake, drawing 3-0 with the fourth place Tim, uh, Portland Timbers. Portland goals by Rodney Wallace and Diego Valerie were offset by Rail Salt Lake goals by Nat Borchers and Javier Morales. Then Calif Al Hassan scored an 85th minute goal to break a two-all tie. Only see Cole Grossman net the equaliser in the third minute of added time. Absolute drama in the state of Oregon. In Elsewhere, one of those games, sorry, did you mention Rodney Wallace? Well, Rodney Wallace opened the scoring. Uh, for the uh, Portland Timbers. D. Rodney Wallace? No, it can't be. I'll look into it. (laughs) I'll look into it and see if it is. Um, Elsewhere, the two basement clubs, uh, DC United and Vancouver, drew one all to ensure they joined Chivas USA to not have any kind of playoff hope. Excellent. Thank you very much. I'm just Googling Rod Wallace. (laughs) (laughs) Disappointed you didn't do it in an American accent. (laughs) I'm disappointed the rest of you let him say that a team had lost 32 games this season. <laughs> 42 games away from home. Not good. No, not. I tried to talk, but it was on mute again. <laughs> <laughs> it's not I Rod pro- Wallace, unfortunately. Although he's only 43, he probably could still do a job. How many Rod, how many Rod Wallaces must there be? I don't know. Maybe it's his son. Oh, hang on. Rodney Wallace, born 1988 in Costa Rica. That would be it. Yeah. yeah. Plays for the Portland Timbers. <laughs> well yeah all action in America um, um, we'll st- stick into America quickly um, yeah. we just just quickly uh, Hope Solo has, uh, has said that goalkeeping is no joke um, <laughs> she was also in Rochester this week as she tweeted a picture of a truck 
with a, a pair of ball bags hanging off the back. So you know you're in Rochester when you see this. That's the Hope Solo update of the day. Thanks, James. Is that like the, the Brixton of America then? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's start with the, uh, the Saturday lunchtime Premier League game. Arsenal, uh, their week of crisis has ended not too badly, really, with six goals in two games. Uh, they beat Fulham 3-1. Another goal for Giroud, that's 3-3. Three and three. Uh, Two really good strikes from Lucas Podolski. Interesting stat on Giroud. He's never scored a Premiership goal outside of London. Has he not? No, all 13 of his have come inside London. No, not bad. And uh, Darren Bent scoring on his debut for Fulham. I think that just shows that uh, Olivier Giroud just really dislikes coach travel. <laughs> what do you think of this game now? I thought it was, uh, well, it was very, very wet to start with. Uh, but Santi Corzola just absolutely ran the show. For me, they did a piece on Match of Day about him, where they're saying he he strikes the ball equally well with both feet. You couldn't really tell. The bend of the leg. Yeah, I'm not really sure <laughs> what Hanson was going on about, but it looked technical. So, Podolski's two goals were brilliant, I thought. They were great, Ross, I thought. Mm. Lovely drives. Football fans are fickle. We've mentioned this before. But Arsenal were in crisis last week. Now they're on fire. Yeah, well, it's, it's like crisis. What crisis? Arsenal be in crisis eight times this season. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> I, although Fulham weren't really at the races, I, I did like Martin Yol's tactic of wearing the baseball cap to not get wet. <laughs> but, but all you had was essentially just water just dripping off the cap. <laughs> yeah. But you know why that is, Colin, don't you? Go on. Because Steve McLaren ruined the. Steve McLaren ruined the umbrella for everyone. Yes, that's true. Yeah. I thought you were going to say he has a toupee or something like that, and he, <laughs> he needed to protect it. But I felt yeah. sad for Martin seeing that. He looked he looked very sad. Stood there in the rain with his baseball cap on, his big puffer jacket. Like Tony Soprano stood in the rain. Uh, but yeah, good week for Arsenal. Rounded off. Well, good second half of the week. Arsenal rounded off with a win. Is it uh, a good week? They're bidding for Johan Kabai. That doesn't seem like a good week to me for any football club. Really. <laughs> Do you not rate him? Not, no, not as a player for... I don't think they need him either. They don't need no, him, but I rate it. him as a player. That's it. You look at the players they need. They need a, goal <laughs> they need a goalkeeper, <laughs> a centre-half, a defensive midfield player, and a striker. What don't they need? They need someone, someone to replace uh, Wilshire when he never gets injured. Let's move on to another team that do really well in the transfer market. Uh, Liverpool beat Aston Villa 1-0. With um, quite a nice strike from Daniel Sturridge. He's a, a genius, Adam, isn't he? <laughs> That's one word used to describe it. <laughs> it was a nice finish. but yeah, It was, but it just showed a desperate lack of a bit faith in his right foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Liverpool looked quite good again, I think. Although Villa looked quite strong. Well, Villa were just so... Passive in the first half. Mm. It was strange. They're the home team. They've they've had a good opening week. I know they've played two games, but you you think they'd have some confidence having beaten Arsenal and run Chelsea close? But could have just been a bit of tiredness. What in the in the second week of the season? I know it's early in the season, but you've got to get your fitness up, haven't you? Start with three games in a week. What's pre-season all about? Playing really rubbish teams, scoring loads of goals. I, I, I think that's a bit of a, a bit of a misconception. Now, players don't, apart from Wayne Rooney, players <laughs> don't, don't turn up to pre-season half a stone overweight anymore. No. 
Another good game for uh, Mingale, though. I thought he made some really good saves in this. Some interesting stats about Mingale, though. Yeah. He, he is... He's like you say. He's, he's making some some saves, but he seems to be struggling in, with his distribution and getting used to the the Brendan Rodgers way because his distribution in his two games so far has been fifty three percent and thirty one percent success rates, where um, Pepperoni used to average seventy one percent. Yeah, that was one of his strong points, wasn't it? Is getting them moving quickly. Um, I like a look at Carlo Torre though. He's looking. Well, Good. Yeah. <laughs> he's looking smiley. That's what he's looking. <laughs> yeah. He's not leading a double that life anymore. The, uh, being a well, no, no, this is exactly it. That's why he's smiling, Ross. He's got a whole new market to lead a double life in. <laughs> they must love used cars in Liverpool as well. Exactly. Imagine how many he's buying. <laughs> now, now, let's Def- not make definitely not preconceptions about the people in Liverpool, <laughs> as true as they may be. <laughs> That's the problem with stereotypes, Greg. Everyone hates them, but behind them there's nearly always an underlying truth. What's the I difference think... between used and stolen cars? <laughs> but I think like, we... in jail. Yeah. Go on, Colin. I, th- I think we must all agree that it, it is quite delightful to see Liverpool level top, level first. It's been a while. 100% record so far. Delightful. Potential surprise. Delightful for who? Football fans. <laughs> yeah, it's they're, good looking, to see they're looking all right. They're looking all right. Yeah, I do like. They've only been do... Villa and Stoke now, haven't they? So. Exactly. Who are they playing, Colin? Who are they playing? Two one well, no wins. Well, we'll see. But I think they've had a couple of tricky games. I think they've done well, and I do like Sturridge a lot. And I would, if I was Roy, I'd put him. St- straight into the first team for the England team ahead of Welbeck uh, let's jump around a little bit because the Liverpool are certainly doing better than Man City who today lost uh, quite a game to Cardiff 3-2 yeah that was annoying for me what happened Josh? I, I, uh, well, I was in the pub I was a bit a pair of a dog you know had a nice <laughs> pub lunch I, said, I, watched the, I watched the Man City game and it got to half time a bit tired I was like no this is not worth watching is it and then went home at half time <laughs> <laughs> Re- refreshed in Twitter goal 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 <laughs> it, was, it was quite exciting for Cardiff um, took the lead am I right no was it Man City took the lead Man City took the lead and Cardiff equalised soon after yeah um, and then they went ahead yeah to Fraser Campbell Cardiff and I, I, when I watched the first half it did look I mean Cardiff did seem to be having most of the uh yeah, the chances the first ex- uh, of the first half. Yeah, and uh, they, did, they did look quite strong because what I was saying obviously earlier, I, I didn't think they had any chance, but they did look quite strong in the attack. They really looked up for it. They got behind the Man City defence quite a few times, especially in the first half. Um, Man City were playing um, Garcia at centre half. <laughs> um, it was strange because they had Nastasic on the bench. Yeah. And for for me, if a player's fit enough to make the bench, he's fit enough to start the game. Because if he's there on the bench, he, he's there for a reason. And you know what? Yeah, you could have had. Come on, wouldn't you? Lescott could have been on the pitch, um, and got injured in the first minute. Yeah. And then you're looking and got to bring on a centre half. May as well started him. So that's a strange one for me. Um, Man City had possibly the most talented bench I've ever seen in a Premier League game. Just craziness. 
Yeah, quite a bit of money spent on that bench, isn't it? Uh, was it Nastasic, Milner, um, Nasri? Um, Rodwell. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Rodwell, Rodwell um, Negredo. It's just absolute craziness for them, considering what they're up against. But what you would give Cardiff their juice is that the atmosphere at the stadium seemed intense. Adam, on on that, you mentioned a great point about the subs bench, and one guy who wasn't even on it was um, Gareth Barry. Um, Do you think that Manchester City could do with a little bit of that sort of British-English steel in the side? Okay, Milner's not the greatest in the world. Steel is not a word I'd use to describe Gareth Barry. He's stable, though, isn't he? Are Manchester City missing that? or I don't think so. No, no. I thought it was interesting. I've ever, since watching Man City's transfer activity, I thought it was. I've always been intrigued as to how they're going to set up. Um, and I'd say it was their formation was quite reminiscent of um, of the, the 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 original Arsenal Wenger team, the the Petit Vieira team, because it had two deep line pl- midfield players, and in um, Yaya Torre, you've got a player who's willing to make driving runs from the middle of the pitch. But the problem is that Jesus Navas looks poor for me. Yeah, he's not started well, is he? And um, David Silva isn't isn't going to play wide either. He wants to come inside. So you haven't got players... You haven't got a Pires and a Lundberg. Mm. Um, so that could be an interesting... Predicament. Maybe you'll see a lot more Scott Sinclair. <laughs> um, Maybe. Playing for West Brom. <laughs> Go on, James. Another, another player. Uh, at the moment, who isn't head and shoulders above the rest, is Joe Hart. I think he's been... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that is he's, fantastic, uh... James. <laughs> How long have you been thinking of that? <laughs> it was the last 30 seconds. I was waiting for it to come in. I was waiting for it. It hasn't started well, though, has he, James? <laughs> no, but like for England as, and as well, we saw at the in Scotland game, um, I thought he, he's looking not, he wasn't looking brilliant, but he hasn't started well at all. I mean, there was slip-up after slip-up in the first half, and you just thought he should be doing better than that. And I, ha- I haven't actually seen the goals, but I hear he should have been doing better for. Well, I thought he made some quite good saves to, to Fraser Campbell in the first half when he was one-on-one but some... equally I could I agree with you he was really poor for the two of the goals the, the two that the one-on-one with Fraser goals. Campbell he, he should have uh, Fraser Campbell had no time and Joe Hart was always going to get in front of that but there was times when he was slipping it out of his hands and when he should have been catching it and it was the two go- the two goals from corners and he just couldn't deal with it the first one he was too busy trying to push players out the way yeah. instead of claiming the ball and if if that had been David De Gea he would have been absolutely crucified by the by the media right now. Yeah, not strong enough. So I'm I'm looking forward to see um, what Gary Neville has to say on Monday Night Football tomorrow because in in the past we you've seen some honest critiques of of people, mm. namely De Gea, who you'd <laughs> think he would have protected as a, a Manchester United player. So it'll be interesting to see if he's willing to do it to to Joe Hart as well as, as part of the England setup. Yeah. That's that's three p- three points dropped in my opinion for Man City. Yeah, that, that, they, they that would have that down as a win, wouldn't they? Yeah, I know that Cardiff is a difficult place to go to, and some of their fans are a little bit mad. But um, 
I'll tell you what Fraser Campbell is. He's a championship player. Very After much that, he shouldn't be putting two past Man City. No, he really shouldn't. <laughs> I don't. He's just, he he won't score. He won't score double figures this year. No, I agree. Okay, let's move on from them. Um, Hull City got their first win back in the Premier League. One 0 win away to Nor- uh, home to Norwich. Uh, Yannick Sag- Sagbo uh, was sent off for a headbutt. That was an amazing result. Yeah. Yeah, so a 22nd minute penalty from uh, Robbie Brady. I thought the penalty was a little bit harsh, though. It's just a ball floating into the box, and kind of two players, both, neither of them were going to get to the ball, and they both kind of had arms on each other. They just gave a penalty for it. Anyone got any thoughts on Hull? The Hull City Tigers, sorry. I I, I just (laughs) think it's amazing resilience to be down to 10 men and you know managed to hold off a pretty damn strong Norwich team with the all the purchases they've made this season um, because they were what about an, a full hour with 10 men uh, yeah I think so yeah pretty impressive hmm I mean, speaking of other teams that have come up from the championship last year uh, <laughs> this week um <laughs> You know, they're doing quite well until some uh, some team uh, messed it all up for them. <laughs> but Stoke won two one against uh, Crystal Palace, which is uh, yeah, great to see. One of the Shemak, things... Shemak scoring his first goal for Palace. Did you see that? It's a nice goal. That was a good goal. Yeah, <laughs> nice tidy finish. Horrendous bit of defending though, really, to have allow him to bring it down that much space. <laughs> yeah. Don't take it away from him. <laughs> he doesn't score many. They, they saw his hair and backed off. Yeah. I'm not getting near that but pretty awful defending for both of Stoke's goals especially the short cross one that ball was in the box for a long time and he had turn, uh, space to turn and shoot find the finish it was pretty awful defending from the Palace's goal as well yeah Shamat just completely bottled the challenge didn't he mm. yeah so that's a good win for Stoke Mark Hughes Marquis won a football game. (laughs) (laughs) And interestingly, in this game, both Stoke and Palace had the same number of shots and the same number of shots on target. (laughs) And possession as well. Is that interesting? It's a stat. (laughs) (laughs) I think it shows the levels of the two teams. I think they're very similar teams. And and I predicted both of them to to go down. Um, So, I think it... Although it was quite entertaining, I think it was perhaps a, a game of just badness. <laughs> yeah. Um, some other games in the Premier League. Newcastle drew 0-0 with West Ham. Uh, Everton drew 0-0 at home to West Brom. Adam, what did you make to that one? Uh, the Everton team's a work in progress at the moment. It's nice to see what we can still defend. Um, You're getting a bit annoyed with some Twitter. Everton, uh, fans. Everton fans are doing my nuts. Again, still talking about Leon Osman, saying he's rubbish, but... In the same breath, they're saying that the problem with the team was there's not enough creativity and not enough pace in midfield. So even if we sell Fellaini, we need to buy one or two central midfield players. They then said we should have bought Huddleston, Parker, or we should get, ba- <laughs> or we should get Barry. Oh, my God. Those three speed demons. So, yeah, but they could start running a 100 metres race now and we probably finish the <laughs> podcast before... <laughs> it's next week's podcast before that. 
That's not a, a slow midfield as we're looking at it. Morales is rapid. Barkley's got a nice turn of pace about him, and Pinar's not no slouch either. Also, it's a, a midfield that's missing Darren Gibson. Yeah. So if you don't like Leon Osman, he doesn't necessarily have to play every game. But these are the same people who were slagging off Phil Neville last season, and I was never Phil Neville's greatest fan in a in an Everton shirt. But the stats backed him up. We mm. won. We used to win a far greater percentage of games when he was playing. How has the uh, the loan signer from Barcelona got on? Has he played yet? No, he hasn't had had much time on the pitch yet. Oh, okay. So I think they're trying to bed him in, put him on the bench. Just it's a bit like Neymar. Yeah, a little fact, bit. He's just like Neymar. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, a question: um, How good could Ross Barkley be? Well, not, not better I... than Michael Brown, Colin. We know this. <laughs> okay, yeah. Just just to add a little bit of background to that, Warnock last season couldn't guarantee Ross Barkley time in the championship for Leeds United because he couldn't guarantee him a place um, because Michael Brown was playing so um, he was sent back to uh, to Everton um, because there's, he, been, there's been lightness as to Rooney hasn't there that's, that's, that's what think, people are saying do you think he was sent back or do you reckon um, Moyes demanded him back I think Moyes probably demanded him back and, and maybe Warnock's tried to save a bit of face with a ridiculous comment uh, he played. He, he played one full game for us against Barnsley. We got hammered because uh, the rumours were that Moyes wasn't really happy with the way he was being treated. Yeah, he got made to train with the kids at one point. What? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, this kid had already played played Premier League games. It's not like yeah, that's that's Neil Warnock for you. Also, oh, another point: these um these absolute mongs on Twitter were um. When I suggested that one of the players we should buy, especially if we sold Fellaini, would be James McCarthy to play in central midfield, yeah. one of them claimed he was a championship player. <laughs> now, I know that that is factually accurate. <laughs> yeah, technically, he is. He is currently playing in the championship. <laughs> but um, then I, I, uh, but I, when I pointed out that he's played 115 Premier League games, um, I then got slated because I said, even if he was a championship player... Don't you remember Tim Cahill? <laughs> At which point I got accused of comparing him to Tim Cahill <laughs> and told I didn't deserve to be an Everton fan. Oh, well. I remember Tim Cahill. <laughs> <laughs> but, but quickly back to Barkley, though, Adam. How, how far can he go? I'm going to take the... I'm going to the World Cup. I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> a direct, a direct from um, Roberto Martinez. Ross Barkley can be as good as he wants to be. <laughs> Excellent, Not um, <laughs> Colin. Did you did, did you just say earlier he um, it's been compared to Rooney? Yes, some people have said that well, in the same way, that... isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a similar way that I, I don't think he has got pace about him. I don't think he's a particularly pacey player, but he's got that sort of he's stocky, isn't he? Rooney esque build and style um, and guile as well. Mm. Um, but I just wondered where he's going to be, what what sort of position he's going to end up in, um, and just how good he he possibly could be. It's behind the front man, isn't it? That's not that's surely his best position. Um, I think I think he's in in central midfield, but with a with another with other players around side him, yeah. whoever they be, who can who are a bit more um, defensive minded. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. What's the word I was trying to think? Um, 
Is it a mad idea that it might be on the plane for England? No, probably well, if, if Theo Walcott can go at 16, anything can happen. Barkley's going to have played at least one Premier League game. So, like I said, again, <laughs> he's got that's one more he's got on Walcott. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and the only other Premier League game from Saturday was uh, Saints 1, Sunderland 1. Um, five foot three inch Emanuele Giacarini scoring a header. Quite a good header as well, actually. And then uh, Jose Font equalising in the 88th minute for Southampton. Osvaldo came on for his debut and almost got sent off immediately. So a two-footed lunge on a um, Sunderland player and then immediately went and tripped someone else over. So he's, he's going to be uh, entertaining for Southampton fans this season. I'm really impressed with their, their transfer activity because they they just show a desire to keep on improving because if you look... I, I'd say that Jason Punchin was probably one of their better players last season. Mm. And they've been willing to spend money and replace him and, and let him go. Yeah. Instead of just standing still. Whether it will, actually, whether it will be effective in the long run is, is yet to be seen, but I think it's to be admired. I took a couple of things from that game. There was one decision for Southampton where Jay Rodriguez was called offside after the goal he, he, he was not offside no but the linesman gave it there is he could not have possibly seen Jay Rodriguez offside because he wasn't offside <laughs> so why did he give it he couldn't possibly see Jay Rodriguez ahead of the other guy his job's worth so he couldn't see it so that oh, really no, decision. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Master they didn't use their DRS system on it I was going to say why didn't they use the goal line <laughs> the goal line technology or GTS. Is that what it's called? GT I don't know. <laughs> it's like it's not every time the ball goes in the six-yard box. <laughs> I, I hadn't crossed no, the line. I missed. I missed the um, the opening game of the season, so I didn't notice just how far away one of the incidents was where they used the thing. Oh yeah, it was about four yards off the line. Yeah, like Greg says, it was um, a header, and um, uh, it must have been saved. I, I, I'm not even sure if it was Liverpool or, or Stoke. But one of the keepers must have saved it. And they're like, this is how the incident would have looked. <laughs> yeah. A point on Sunderland as well. It's early days, but Josie Altidore, I'm not sure he's a Premiership player. Really? He's, already pre- he's already not been a Premiership player. <laughs> he's, he's not looking great, in my opinion. I think he's looking dangerous. It's just his finishing, which is letting him down. And as a striker, that's probably something you need to be quite good at. You could say the same thing about Fraser Campbell today. Yeah, they can make chances, but just not finish them. Uh, let's go on to the last game in Premier League then this weekend. It was Tottenham 1, Swansea 0. Points. Another goal for Roberto Soldado. Penalties are like buses, aren't they? Yeah, he loves them. They wait, they wait all season, and the two come along at once. <laughs> That's the uh, first time Tottenham have scored penalties in consecutive matches since November 2006. Look at you. There is a fat man today. And Andros <laughs> Townsend was Tottenham's best player, as Greg, you said to us earlier. I, yeah, I watched it on a, an illegal internet <laughs> stream. And, um, yeah, he, he, he was good in the sense that he, he ran at the defenders, but often there was a lack of end product. But he did win the penalty. Yeah. And he, looked, he did look quite threatening. And yeah, he, um, when they let a day where they lacked both you know, Madrid. No, bound Bale and Aaron Lennon wasn't even in, wasn't in the squad. Mm. 
Um, he gave them a bit of wit that they really, really needed, and he ended up being the match winner. What did you think? What did you think of Shadley, Greg? Because I was quite impressed with him last week. He uh, didn't really offer too much. He was he went in and out of the game. Um, that uh, is it, Kapui. Kapui, yeah. Yeah, um, he really gave some muscle into that Tottenham uh, midfield. I was did a little. He, did he play mid? He played in midfield because he played the back, holding role. He played the holding role. Yeah, just behind. Is it and, Paulino as well? Yeah, um, who I wasn't really too him. Pressed with, um, he was. He was again. He was. A, I thought he was really good in the first, their first game of the season. Yeah, that's um, Palace. Is, is Sandro still injured? Sandro or, came off the bench. He yeah. came he's off got, the bench. He had an, his head's upside down at the moment. Um, <laughs> he's got uh, no hair on his head, but a huge beard. <laughs> um, okay, I thought that was a genuine injury. I was worried for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Okay, well, that's the Premier League. As it stands, Chelsea are top of the table, joined with Liverpool and Tottenham, all on six points. And the bottom three, Newcastle, Crystal Palace and Swansea. I'm happy with that. Stop the season. <laughs> End it now. Uh, in the Championship. Controversy. Uh, Don and James, take it away. Well, I wasn't happy with this at all. This was a disgrace. I am talking about is it just the cha- Is it just the Championship you're not happy with? <laughs> <laughs> well, Charlton, um, you know, three one down, yeah, and uh, at half time, they were three nil down, uh, and and the, and the game did get stopped for a bit, but ref said no, play on, it's fine, carry on. But at half time, we're three one down, and it was abandoned, not for bad light, <laughs> for a waterlogged pitch, yeah, oh. through lack of pitch. I mean, you don't see that. It's, Championship teams, no, and they've not got a brush. Just brush the water off. Exactly. <laughs> or a, a fall. They didn't even, but of course, it, they didn't make it to seventy minutes, so it, it will be replayed. Um, oh, will it? Apparently, um, Doncaster um, had a player sent off, and his red card will count. <laughs> which is what? So ludicrous. The game has to be restarted from zero, but his red card still counts. Yeah. yeah. Harsh. Yeah. Well done, FA. <laughs> so, do the goals count in your no. game? For... No, no, exactly. <laughs> and the is... brilliant thing is, he scored two and then got sent off. Yeah. <laughs> but his goals have been... You know, <laughs> so, when he... When he... Did, but... I like the idea that there's like um, an end-of-season award. All the teams are there. They give out the award for top goal scorer. He's he's missed out by one. <laughs> As it's announced, he walks up to go and claim the award. <laughs> There's just a huge ruckus on stage. Get sent off again. That, <laughs> that trophy's going to have an asterisk next week, much like our betting corner one from last season. Um, Bournemouth got an absolute tonking again. Again. Five uh, one. They're not good away from home, are they? No. Eleven goals in two away games. <laughs> Yeah, it's Huddersfield uh, beaten 5-1. As we said to us, James Vaughan's found his level and he, he most certainly has now. A hat-trick yesterday. Uh, he scored seven of Huddersfield's nine league goals so far this season. You t- tipped him to go down, didn't you, Ross? He was at Huddersfield? Yeah. That's more of a, a hope as a Yorkshire rival than an actual prediction. You got, if you've got a player who's scoring that many goals, you're not going to go down no matter how bad the rest of your team are. It you? is James Vaughan, though. He has oh, yeah, I know. an injury record. He'll do it for, for another 
six weeks. <laughs> What's everyone's favourite James Bourne injury? Mine's the one where he didn't he cut an artery in his leg. That was, that was an impressive one. It's been difficult for me to have a favourite James Bourne injury. <laughs> yeah, they've affected your team quite often. Um, Barnsley got a, a thumping as well. Away to Blackburn. 5-2 that finished. Barnsley are in trouble this season, I think, Ross. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Bottom of the table with one point. I mean, that's just a shocking amount of points uh, <laughs> at, this, at this stage. Yeah. I mean, if you've only yeah, got that, one that, point that at this look... point, you may as well give up, haven't you? <laughs> it does look worrying for Barnsley, it has to be said. Uh, QPR got a good away win at Bolton, 1-0. Andy Johnson with the goal. Job done. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Blackpool beat Reading, that's quite a surprise result. Anytime Paul Ince team win a football game is a surprise result, I think. Forest have been top. Have we mentioned that? Uh, no, that was a one-all draw, wasn't it, today with Watford? With Watford, yeah. Two cracking goals, wasn't it, Tom? The, I, um... I even watched some of that game. <laughs> you were saying that Watford are actually quite good to watch. What do you think, Adam? <laughs> As you are such a fan of a, of a championship. Um, I'll tell you what was nice. They, there was players and they all tried to win the game at the end but the, oh. um Almunia was good <laughs> I, re- I remember him he that made was a really good, good really good save from Ishmael Miller to tip onto the post yeah um both teams could have won it at the end I, like I said I only watched like the last 10 20 minutes mm. it could have gone either way but from what what I've been been led to believe these are two teams who are looking to to go up so yeah, Watford will definitely be going up, I think, this season. But Forest have got really job done Davis, so they're always susceptible to throw it away at some point in the season. And they are playing a right back up front. Yeah, Greg Halford. <laughs> Haven't they scored more goals than any other team so far, though? So Yeah, Halford hasn't scored any of them, though, but I think it's, whatever they're doing is working. <laughs> it's his presence. <laughs> yeah. It's his presence. Unnerving. Unnerving. <laughs> uh, other games from yesterday, Brighton... Back up winning one a game, two nil, yeah, at two home. Nils. Burnley, well done then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Millwall, you got a point. Yeah, scored a goal today. Scored eight. I, I, I only found out about this this morning. Yesterday I was at SW4 Festival, so I had no idea. I was completely away from the the whole football world. Um, but I heard the fantastic story about this game. Uh, <laughs> this is great. This is it's, it's unbelievable. I just don't see. <laughs> I don't see how this has happened. Um, the uh, I mean the Millwall players have forgotten how to play football, <laughs> and 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 the kitman has also <laughs> forgotten how to do his job. <laughs> you had you had one job. <laughs> <laughs> he managed to leave behind the uh, their kit because um, we were supposed to play in the orange. And I think I uh, heard. I don't know how true this is or not. He packed the wrong one. So, um, at least oh, he bought a kit. He did, apparently, he did bring a kit. I've heard this. I don't, I'm not when sure. The, when I heard that the kit man, had, when I heard that the kit man had forgot the kit, I just thought he would just packed a massive empty bag and yeah. put that with him. <laughs> and not think it not realised why. Can you imagine when the coach? Oh, what have I forgot? Right, I'm going to risk it. He's packing down. Got my phone. Got my keys. Got my wallet. But um, so. Your away kit is we were, white. I believe, games, isn't it? yeah, we're to, we're, our away kit is white and our home kit is blue. Yeah. Obviously, the two colours of uh, Sheffield Wednesday's home kit. Um, so I think we're supposed, we're supposed to play in our orange kit. 
um, from last season. Uh, but I think he packed. I heard this is just I don't know how reliable sources is or not, but he he packed the uh, away kit. So we had to play in a Sheffield <laughs> away kit <laughs> in the first half while the while our orange away kit was rushed up. Oh, up north. Kits half time. Yeah, yeah. Half that time. makes that makes yeah. it sound like he realised on the coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course they probably re- realised it's about two o'clock and obviously had no time. But at half time they all sorted it out. So while having a team talk from from Steve Lomas, they have changed into their orange kits. <laughs> but um, on, on to the football. The um, we have we've got two goals on the on the board. Of course, <laughs> one of them was an own goal. So. <laughs> Yeah, you took the lead. We were getting there, we were getting there, and obviously the second one was a penalty. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, we get, I mean, it's, we're getting closer and closer to that proper first goal. But, um, but yeah, we were lucky at the end to, we, we did go 1 0 up, and it's all going wild. Millwall fans think it's all come together. Of course, two minutes later, Sheffield Wednesday equalised, <laughs> uh, and then went 2 1 up. Um, and, uh, and, but it was the 87th minute we got a penalty and managed to get that first point on, so. Yeah. I mean, it's still not, uh, still not. Point on the it's board. Better. I've heard it's better. You're only nine it? points off the top, James. Keep the faith. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and Charlton are down there with us, despite their game in hand. <laughs> um, Colin Leeds finally won at Portman Road, first time since we've been playing in a football league. Yeah. Um, not sure what to make of Leeds, really. I mean, the, they're rubbish, the sat- but very lucky. That's what I make of. <laughs> The stats say that Leeds are unbeaten, and they're true. Um, <laughs> and you can't argue with them. <laughs> you can't argue with the stats. Um, I don't know. They're, I, I think they're very lucky. Down in the first 20 minutes. Yeah, they're very lucky. They're, they've, I don't know how many cats' lives Leeds have used already, but there must be about four or five down already. Because yes. um, they've, they've been lucky so far this season. Um, but... I'll give them the fair due. They're, they're digging in there. Um, we've but, been behind in every game we've played this year. Yeah, that's about the norm. I think that's been like that for three seasons, isn't <laughs> it, Ross? Um, but, yeah, somehow Leeds are in the playoff places as it currently stands, I think. Um, yeah, fifth place. Uh, sixth place, sorry. And reasons to celebrate a Luke Varney goal. It's a good goal. <laughs> I was more impressed with the control of a ball coming in that quick. Just out of interest, Ross, because the, because you were watching the game as well, on one of Greg's dodgy illegal streams. Yes. Are you allowed to slag off Luke Varney then? Because it's not on TV. <laughs> I was actually quite pleased with Luke Varney's performance yesterday. Unbelievably, he's actually winning me round slowly but surely. He doesn't do much, but what he does, he does do quite well at the minute. It was interesting as well after the match. Um... Because I follow a number of the players on Twitter, um, there was an ex-employee of LUTV who yeah. basically, I think he described the Leeds United. He, 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 he commended Brian McDermott on being Ipswich, but I think he described Leeds United as being a bang average team. Um, to which he got slated by Ross McCormack and uh, and Noel Hunt as well. <laughs> yeah, who told him? Well, Noel Hunt told him he could stick it up his ass. <laughs> Um, Ross is why footballers should be on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> nice to see. Nice to see when they take constructive criticism. <laughs> Does Mick McCarthy still manage Ipswich? Yes. Yes. Surely they, surely they must be getting promoted soon. Then. 
Uh, well, Steve, Steve Claridge hit us with a stat last night on the Football League show that if they, if Mick had been in charge, well, uh, yeah, they would have finished sixth if Mick was in charge all season with the points they got while he was in charge. So, so they're going up. Yeah, I think so. They've, they're a very strong team and quite hard to break down. And we got lucky with two deflected goals, really. But I'll take that. <laughs> take it and run. League two, gentlemen. Pompey drew 2-2 with Mansfield and some absolutely hilarious goalkeeping by, is it Paul Smith or Phil Smith? I get it wrong every time. Phil Smith. Phil, Phil Smith. Smith. What did you make to that? I haven't seen it, but oh, it does it? not surprise me that <laughs> our back four and goalkeeper once again letting down the rest of the team. <laughs> I'm not really I feel, sure. I do what... feel sorry for players like Connolly and Barcham because they all... No, they score you know, most weeks and Bartram's got a lot of assists and then those clowns at the back <laughs> can't do anything properly. To be fair, their first goal was a 30-yard worldy volley. Yeah, it's quite a strike. Wasn't it? But I don't think they can be blamed for that. But still. If you're going to blame anyone. We've conce- where, we've conceded where was the closing down? <laughs> we've conceded exactly. eight goals in our first four games. Hmm. That's not good Con- enough. Connolly is the top scorer in the division. Four goals in four games. If he stays fit, then I think he he could get over 30 goals. Yeah. It's uh, Oxford and Chesterfield, a, a joint top, both on 10 points at the minute. Fleetwood just a point behind them. And, and we face our next two home games are Chesterfield and Fleetwood. <laughs> Excellent. Good luck. You are listening to Man on the Post podcast. Why not check out our website over at manonthepost.com? You can also follow us on Twitter at manonthepost, and most importantly, please head over to iTunes to rate and review us. Thanks for listening. Now back to the show. All right, then we move on to the betting corner now, and uh, only one of us had a win this week, and that was Colin. Uh, so he's closed the gap on Greg at the top of the table, which currently stands as Greg is top of 37. Colin second place 27. I am on 20. Tom is on 7, and James and Adam are both on minus 30. So we'll start from the top this week. Greg, what have you got for us? I have gone for some Carling Cup action, and I've gone for West Ham to beat Cheltenham at home, uh, Norwich to beat Berry at home, Stoke to beat Walsall at home, and Leicester to win away at Carlisle, and £10 return, £38.57. Excellent, thank you. Colin, what have you got? Well, I know what you've I've, got. Well, it's the massive return for it. Uh, I've, I've gone for three matches, a three-match accumulator, um, and it's a return to a taste of Scotland. And uh, first of all, I'm starting out in the Ramsden's Scottish Challenge Cup, and I've gone for Rangers to beat Berwick. Uh, I've also gone for Rangers in Scot- Scottish League Two, uh, Scottish League One, sorry, uh, to beat East Fife. And last but not least, I've uh, also dipped into the Capital One Cup and I've gone for Everton to beat Stevenage. £10 returns £16.33. Thank you very much. Um, How was uh, your Scott Exchange going on? The Scott Exchange, as it currently stands, uh, I've been a little bit busy recently, so there wasn't a bet this weekend, but um, we started out at 50 uh, we had a disastrous start. We went down to 40. Uh, the Scott Exchange did rise, though, by a number of percentage points, uh, which puts us currently on £42. 
following uh, a Rangers win. So uh, thank goodness for Rangers. <laughs> uh, so so it gives me a sort of fighting chance to uh, to sort of try and get to 150, but it's going to be a tough ask. How can people uh, find out what your bets are on this? Where can they find it? You can follow me at the Scott Exchange WordPress.com. That's the website. Yep. And you can also uh, find the Scott Exchange on Twitter. It's just at the Scott Exchange. Excellent. Thank you. Um, my bet this week, I've gone for just a double in the championship. I've gone for Brighton to beat Millwall and Leicester to beat Charlton. Uh, £10 returns, £42. Uh, Tom, what's, what you got? Yeah, I've got a double for Saturday as well in the Premier League. Uh, Norwich to win at home to Southampton. This is Norwich's last chance. <laughs> Otherwise, they're the, they're the new Liverpool. And as well as Forrest to win away at Wigan. And I've got pretty good value for that, I think, in that my £10 return is 79 Yeah, that's really good value for those two. <clears throat> uh, James? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm getting rid of my stupid treble system now. <laughs> Uh, I've, I've had enough. You're done with stupid trebles, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, so the how many times is he betting on this week? I'm doing a treble this week. Um, <laughs> and this isn't stupid at all. Uh, but this time I'm going to... I want to go for something that's going to win me it in one week. And uh, <laughs> and um, I'm pretty sure that one of one day this will come in. Uh, instead of instead of going for that stupid treble against teams I don't like and whatever, um, I'm going to go for free draws this time. Uh, you never know. Of you never know, Jaws. I mean, there's yes, exactly. <laughs> and um, you never know with Jaws. There's been it's been a low-scoring championship uh, so far. If you don't, if you if you ignore uh, Bournemouth, <laughs> if you ignore all the games where loads of goals were scored, it was yeah. If you ignore the, right. yeah, exactly. If you ignore the goals, <laughs> um, but yeah, apart from Bournemouth, it's uh, been pretty low-scoring so far. So I'm going to go for um, three draws, hopefully. They come in. Uh, Birmingham and it's switch to draw. Blackburn and Bolton to draw and Blackpool and Watford to draw. And your return? The return for £10 is uh, £393.04. Excellent. Thank you very much. And Adam? Um, I've gone for a four-game accumulator. I've gone for Southampton to beat Barnsley, Liverpool to beat Notts County and West Ham to beat Cheltenham all in the Carling Cup. And then for a bit of flair and to add a bit of value, I've gone for Chelsea to beat Manchester United tomorrow night. Tasty. And that, that returns £82.50. That, that Chelsea game must be where you're getting the, the value in that, are you? Yeah, 2-1 to, to, um, to win that. Oh, really? Oh, I like that. It's showtime. It's ballers. Football's biggest conversation. Welcomes football's biggest quiz. It's Ballers. Successfully answering questions in the rapid fire round allows a man of the post team to accumulate points to be used in the Super Showdown. In the Super Showdown, the man of the post members must work as a team in order to win. You say quiz, I say Ballers. It's showtime. Let's play ballers. Okay, and welcome to ballers. We already know how the system works. It's a rapid fire round followed by the super showdown question. The guys are working as a team to try and beat me. Without further ado, um, 
I have my beautiful assistant, the babe in the booth. It's, <laughs> it's producer Ross. Hello. Hi, Ross. I believe you're going to put uh, three minutes on the clock for the team here. I'm indeed. They're on the clock now. And when the three minutes is up, we'll hear the klaxon noise. Which you may have uh, said just then. Uh, you're also going to get four points per answer. Wow, four points. Mm. Okay, so without further ado, we'll jump straight into the rapid-fire round. Uh, the order we're going to go through the Man on the Post team is alphabetical. We're going to start with Adam, then it will pass to Greg, then James, then Tom, and then back to Adam. Okay, the three minutes will start as soon as I've finished asking the first question. So if you're all sitting comfortably, let's play ballers. Adam. Jermaine Beckford was Everton's top goalscorer in the Premier League for the 2010-2011 season. True or false? That can't be true. It's false. false. Correct. Greg, the manager of France is who? Uh, Didier Deschamps. Correct. James, Graham Lasseau was born in England. True or false? Mm. Uh, false. It is false. He was born in Jersey. Tom, in the week prior to the start of the season, roughly how many season tickets had Coventry City sold? 200, 2,000, 20,000? 200. Correct. It was 200. Adam, the current chief, chief executive of the Premier League is who? Is it Peter Scudamore, Richard Scudamore, Michael Scudamore, or the devil? Richard Scudamore. Correct. <laughs> Greg. Sure. Gary Lineker's first appearance in a Bobby Robson-managed England side was where? Wembley or Wrexham? Wrexham. Correct, it was Wrexham. What a run. James, who scored the opening goal in this season's Premier League? Uh, Pass. It was Daniel Sturridge. Oh, you should have said bank. (laughs) (laughs) Tom. Tom. How many games have Millwall won at the Den in 2013? One, two, three, four, or five? Um, can I nominate Belfontaine? <laughs> no. I don't know. Uh, two. <laughs> it is two. Well Adam, Rangers opening match at Ibrox in the Scottish League One season versus Brecon City attracted how many fans? 4,000. 24,000 or 44,000? 44,000. Correct. Greg, which English club is the oldest professional league club in the world? County. It is Notts County, correct. James, nine days after scoring against England at Wembley, which Scottish player announced his international retirement this week? Miller. Kenny Miller, correct. Tom, Brazilian international Will I Am is a second cousin of pop star Will I Am. True or false? (laughs) False. It is false. Adam, who is the youngest manager? Tottenham's AVB or Bournemouth's Eddie Howe? AVB. It's Eddie Howe. He's younger by six weeks. Greg, Manchester United's official snack partner is Mr. Potato. (laughs) True or false? Uh, True. It is true. (laughs) James, American striker Josie Altidore currently plays for Sunderland, but which Premier League club has he previously played for? Everton. Wrong. Hull City. Tom, James Milner has played in the Premier League for four teams. Name three of them. Leeds, Newcastle, Man City. 
Correct, the other one was Villa. Adam, how many Leightons are there in the top four divisions of English football? Am I not given a multiple choice? No. But you, you don't even know. It must be one then. I, I can I can give you a choice. One, two, three, four, or five. I'm going one. Wrong. Leighton Baines and Leighton Orient. Two. Oh dear Adam. <laughs> oh dear. That was a trick question. But he was probably thinking of Leighton Baines because he didn't know the football league team. <laughs> okay, so I think the team did very, very well there, Ross, they this did. week. They answered 17 questions and of those 17 you correctly answered 13 so that gives you a grand total of 52 to play with okay so the points are actually millions of pounds so you've got a 52 million pound buffer to use you can either use that to go above or below whatever answer you come up with for the super showdown and as always, there is a one single Super Showdown question that you have 90 seconds to answer and work on as a team. And the question relates to this. On Saturday, a number of players were in the goals. Among them were five Premier League players. Those players, you might want to scribble these down, are Charlie Adam, Lucas Podolski, Darren Bent... Daniel Sturridge and Ryan Shawcross. Now, what I want you guys to tell me is that what is their combined total transfer fees during their careers? Fuck. <laughs> Time starts oh, now. Fuck. Time starts now. Charlie Adam, Lucas Podolski, Darren Bent, Daniel Sturridge, Ryan Shawcross. Sturridge has only been once, hasn't he? No, he went from uh, he went from yeah, that was about one million. Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool. That was about one million the first time. Um, Shawcross, he was next to nothing because he went from United to Stoke. Yeah, Darren it's... Bent's going to be the killer here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think Darren Bent is at least forty million pounds. I think it was yeah, seven, 40, seventeen, was... seventeen, twenty-two. How much did he go to Tottenham uh, for? Remember he was at Charlton and Ipswich and... We say 55 for Bent. I think that's a bit too I high. I reckon it's more than that. I think it's more... We can go above the... Thing. What, how yeah, much I, I want to go with Liverpool? 50. How much does Sturridge go to Liverpool for? 12? So 13 overall for him? And how much did Adam cost Liverpool and Stoke? Adam, uh, Liverpool, was it something like... It was 10 million for me. Then 5 to Stoke? Yeah, so let's go 15, 15. again. Podolski went from... Col- Cologne to yeah but he also went from Cologne to Munich 15 seconds yeah that's um, I reckon 25 million uh, 70 yeah. 95 to Stoke 96 5 so Shawcross 109 at the moment no, I've and got go 100. over Time. I've got 135 yeah. what is your answer 135 <laughs> and go over well that's a lot though <laughs> Okay, go. Let's go under a little bit, but it's more than a hundred. Well, should we say one hundred and twenty and then go over? One hundred and twenty yeah. and over, yeah. Right, I've got a good feeling about this week. We've <laughs> got this one in the bag. Okay, so just to clarify, guys, your final answer is you're going. You think their combined transfer fees was one hundred and twenty million, and you're yeah. choosing the option to go 
plus 52 million over. So that would take you to 172. I can tell you guys, the total combined transfer fees is 121.75 million pounds. So, yay! You were <laughs> right. To go. You were right. Result. To go. 120 million <laughs> plus your 52 million. So this is a first win for the man on the post team. So congratulations, guys. I have been defeated. Hate that, Colin. <laughs> hey, guys. Just before we end, I just want to take this little opportunity to um, direct you guys in the way of some other podcasts that you'd be able to hear uh, me specifically on. Um, if you like wrestling, then head over to Ring the Bell on iTunes. That's a, a monthly pay-per-view review show. Uh, which I do with uh, Chris Coleman, Maurice Prophet, David Green and Andrew Tanner, some of the guys from the uh, the Podcast of Wisdom and also the Palace of Wisdom um, website. And also Ready Player 2, which is a, a fortnightly video game show um, that I do with uh, Rich, Ciro, L and Lewis. And you can find us at ReadyPlayer2, that's T-W-O, dot co dot UK and also Ready Player 2 on iTunes. Uh, that's pretty much all for this week so now we'll get back to the ending of this show thanks for listening okay so with the man on the post team's uh, first winning ballers that brings an end to this week's podcast Uh, Colin we have a new Twitter competition starting this week would you like to uh, inform the listeners as to how they play yeah we're trying to interact with you guys so So interact with us you dicks yeah we're we're trying to um set up a new quiz that um, gets your juices flowing and the quiz is called the fan with the golden gun um, which in no way shape or form is, is a rip off of <laughs> James Bond's the man with the golden gun um, and what this entails is in each competition we will be selecting a fan of man on the post to compete against a member of the man on the post team and this week the random generator has come out with Ross. Bring it on. And what the game involves is that you have six bullets to enter into your gun chamber, your golden gun, and you can make that up of any Premier League football players who are playing this week. So that includes the game on Monday, all through the week, including Saturday and Sunday as well. Okay? Doesn't have to be a striker can be a midfielder if you like or a defender choose what you will and the idea is the winner is the person who with their six bullets their six scorers they score more than the other person and hopefully you guys as uh, listeners will knock out members of man on the post once a member of man on the post is knocked out they're defeated um, and they will be removed and never allowed to enter the competition again, and it will move on to another member of Man on the Post. So, uh, in a nutshell, that's the competition. Uh, if you'd like to get on board and get involved, then please feel free to contact us and, and let us know that you're interested. Uh, you can do that through Twitter. Our address is at Man on the Post. So, yeah, please nominate yourselves to play the fan with the golden gun and you will be competing against Ross bring it on, you're going down Okay, so that's the end of this week's podcast Uh, thank you everyone for joining us hope you've had a jolly good time
Your silence speaks volumes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, really? yes, yes. I thought you were talking to the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> no, they never have a good time. Uh, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from Colin. Goodbye. Goodbye from Tom. Bye. Goodbye from Greg. See you later. Goodbye from James. Bye. Goodbye from Adam. Bye. And always remember, keep your mouth post. How am I supposed to say Mingale then, Tom? Mingale. Mingale. Really? It, the G is before the N. Is it? Yeah. Min- Mingale. <laughs> Mingale. G is silent. <laughs> <laughs> I've never looked that closely to be honest. <coughs> He's foreign, we're allowed to say his name wrong. <laughs> That's our thing. Oh, I mean, two seconds. <laughs> Alright. Exactly four minutes. It's got two minutes remaining. We forgot. We didn't get to mention that William had uh, skated out the toaster, as Gary Lineker put it. Yeah, I don't even understand what he was on about. What does that mean? I don't know. It's Maybe Tot- it's a Tottenham a toaster in Gary's world. Was he taking the piss out of Redknapp? Is there a player you haven't bid for, Harry? That you haven't yeah. watched. <laughs> I thought Harry, Harry Redknapp hated the BBC because they did that. Oh, now they're paying him sacks. He loves them, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Remember when we had to watch all our pre-match, uh, post-match interviews with Kevin Bond? <laughs> that were, the, when we were on match of the day. Yeah, he did the post-match thingy the other day as well. I think Redknapp just doesn't care anymore. No. You're back, Colin. I am. You're only three minutes. Well done. Cool. Sorry, I had to put some uh, uh, light excluders on the window to stop my son from waking up. All right. Because the light comes through, wakes him up. So. It's all about curtains. You saying it's sunny up north? Yeah, but it still comes through the curtains. Yeah. It's eight fifty. I've got black here. No, no, for the morning. For the morning. Oh right. Yeah, and I had to take him to bed. They'll be up at six in the morning. Yeah. Don't want to be up then, do you, Colin? No, no. <laughs> don't I think it was don't little half... kids get up at six in the morning anyway? Yeah, but half six this morning, yeah. You're trying to trick him, aren't you? Make him think it's night time still. Exactly. <laughs> Go I'm back to sleep. He's, he's in then. bed bored until midday. I forgot to do where are they now? I sent a tweet out saying it's going to start today, and then I just forgot to do one. <laughs> it's still today, luckily for you. <laughs> no, I, no, this I was about do it. five days ago. Skinny um, jeans, that sort of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just not comfortable, is it? No, it's tight on your balls. <laughs> yeah, I was wearing um, short shorts yesterday. Oh, no, shorts. oh, you're one of those. And twats. vest. I was actually wearing a vest as well. Oh, you are. Were you wearing, wearing a snapback as well? I was I was going to buy a five panel, which is like a cool version of uh, Snapbacks, but I didn't have time. <laughs> it was raining. I needed a hat. You're too. You're too. <laughs> looking like you were something out of the Only Way Is Essex, and you're tight. No, I did not look anything yeah. like I was the Only Way Is Essex. I looked like I was in Ibiza, basically, because I had a, 
a vest that we've got a complete size cut out. Very practical. For <laughs> <dancing>. <laughs> for the, <laughs> I had a rain jacket as well, but when you're in the club, you're uh, boiling. So 